Monsanto setting. Uh, they are going to be on the first day uh, nine rounds with a, a tea break, a lunch break, and an afternoon break. The best best of three games, and hopefully, if you make the top cut, we'll see you tomorrow for the rest of the tournament. Okay, so uh, after the third round. Um, Harold, you are on five points. Meredith, you are on nine points. And Susie, you are on seven points. And now we continue. Actually, you've interacted with them a couple times now, so mm. you recognize of the four of them, this is Topple. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to remind that, just for, the, for those of you listening at home, uh, the the four pixies are Roth, Topple, Tough, and Ropple. Yeah. Which one smuggled me back into Firmastus? Uh, that would be Ropple. Mm. Okay. When was that? Oh, when, uh, when we got uh, transported into Mr. Red's uh, casino. Oh yes, 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 I, uh, yes. I bargained with the um, the pixies instead of That's right. fairies or whatever. Instead of playing playing any of the games, so. <laughs> That's right. right. So you're up against Topple, mm. um, and I they have a very tricksy deck. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to use performance for this one, and I'm, I'm going to appeal to their sense of mischief and sort of just, like, as the game goes on, just, like, engage them in something else in an attempt to sort of, like, basically... Because those kind of decks typically require quite a lot of concentration to, like, set up the right, like, sequence of events, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna mm-hmm. sort of recognise that and just try and, like... Um, yeah, I'm gonna use performance and try and uh, sort of throw them off a little bit, just with distraction, I suppose. Yep, go for it. And we got a twelve. Your passive perception is just very good. Mm. As you're playing these games, you swear mm. you keep hearing little wing flaps mm-hmm. somewhere, like off to the side, like behind mm-hmm. you. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use one of my heart of the cards here. Um, and my, I suppose my in-world explanation for why this might work is that knowing that I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to just shuffle my cards around a little bit here and sort of, sort of thumb, you know how sometimes when you play, you sort of thumb certain cards and you just sort of, you know, raise them just a little bit from the rest of this. Well, I'm going to play this next, but I'm not going to play it next. I'm tricking them. Okay. 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 Uh, okay, that's fifteen this time. Nice. Yep, that counts as two wins for you. Yeah. Um, and one for Topple. Yeah. So we'll say that like I lost the first one, but then I'm like, mm, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I'm just gonna. Oh wow! Would be a shame if I played this card next. Bam! Left hand card. Down we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now I I want I want to ask as well. Do you? at any point think about calling over a judge i think uh, oh yeah i forgot we can do that i think harold is harold owes the the uh kind of owes the, the fairies one and i think he's probably gonna take this one on the chin and just be like well we'll see what happens <laughs> okay okay fair um meredith Yes. You come up against a uh, human, like, dressed in kind of like red, uh, could be a sorcerer, 
um, introduces himself as Frederick Firestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is someone who plays like a very fast, like does lots of direct damage to your cards, like burn kind of spells. Mm-hmm. Um, you are currently playing uh, a, a water, water base deck. Yeah. So I'm actually going to get you to roll whatever you're doing this uh, with advantage. Because it's just a bad matchup for him. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing to, to beat uh, Frederick Firestone? Ooh, I think I am. Look, because <sighs> I've got advantage, I think I'm going to use one of my plus zero skills mm-hmm. and go strength. Just because I'm at advantage. I just want to go all out and just use all my hard-hitting ones and go bam, bam, bam. Okay, so... so pray uh, for me. A skill, that's a athletics? Yes. Okay. So that's a two and a six. It did not pay off. <laughs> you do it's have the heart, of the heart of the deck. You could re-roll. How many times can I do that? Three times. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right, so and then I can add plus three, right? Yes. So it's just d20 plus three. Okay. Where it's like, your shadow <laughs> you just let like fate take over. I just rolled a natural 20. <laughs> All right. Then, yeah. So you're, you're not doing well the first game and you're like, okay, this isn't working. I, I'm sure if I just, if I just draw the right card, it'll work. And then you just luck your way through it. Mm-hmm. Pull like draw the perfect card at the right moment, and then you manage to just keep that that ball rolling the rest of the game. It's like no one knows who's more astonished, Meredith or the guy that I'm playing <laughs> against. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, um, Susie, hmm. you come up against uh, a, a halfling um, named. Oliver Oakleaf. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, just really happy to be here. Just you know, having a good time. He had had a few a few losses, but he's had a couple wins, so he's you know just hoping for the best. Uh, Oliver is playing a very kind of small creatures working together as a group. Yeah. Like they 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 kind of buff each other up to try and. But like not a lot of them, not like a huge swarm or a huge army, just like a, a small group and lots of like support spells. Um. Uh, and also plant plant creatures. I think that in that case, because he's usually using like a lot of little creatures, Susie would use like an animal handling check to utilize some of the techniques that she would use with her oozes and other small creatures mm. um, to come up with some sort of strategy. Okay, yeah, roll it. Uh, 13. Um, I think I'll take that. I don't think I'll is... re-roll that. Because okay. she hasn't like actually lost any of the games yet. And so, like, it makes sense yeah. if she was, like, she was almost treating them like animals, but it still is ultimately a card game. So it just wasn't pushing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, you'd... Yeah, so you win one, lose yeah. two. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for the game. Good, had a, had a good time. I had a lovely time. I hope I play you again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Harold... Mm. You come up against a woman dressed in lots of like, uh, like black and leather. Has the kind of the look of a rogue about her. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can see like there's a dagger under her cloak. She's wearing a cloak. She's wearing a cloak. Uh, Indoors. And she, yeah, she introduces herself as Valerie, and she does not give you a second name. Interesting. She is playing a deck that 
um, has lots of like sneaky ways to cheat out creatures onto the, the battlefield. Mm. Ways to get like things onto the battlefield early than they should be. Lots of like just tricks to get things out. Mm. I think I'm going to use perception for this one. And uh, and I think what I'm going to do is uh, use it because I'm, I'm going to try and sort of be like, oh, she's holding cards back, which means there's probably something that she wants to like deploy. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Roll it. And that was... Ooh, a natural one. So actually, that would make it an eight. No. That's, yeah, that's that's ooh. a one. <laughs> um, I will let you roll another perception roll for me. Mm. Um, you are aiming to beat a 16 to see if you can see... I know that you have yeah, passive no, no, perception, I, but this, this is, is a, a this separate is an active thing. Not just a ten. I think he's too distracted by the playing of the game. Yeah, no, she just like somehow manages to have always the right card at the right moment, mm-hmm. and yeah, just like just takes you out. Yeah, but you know, gives you a nod. Good luck. Just before she heads off to the next mm-hmm. her next match. Yeah. Okay, Meredith. Yes. Across from you um, sits a- an elven woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she introduces herself as Aurora Ashwood. Very nature-themed deck. Lots of forest spirits that kind of uh, control the battlefield. Um, and as she plays, she like speaks encouragingly to her cards as if they were little living things. Uh, and she'll, you know, you can see her like having little conversations with the cards in her hand before playing them. She's playing a very plant nature themed deck, and you're playing a water themed deck. So you're going to be rolling at disadvantage, whatever you decide to mm-hmm. roll. All right, I'm going to roll survival um, because I think she's going to need all the help she can get, and also like to see if there's like some kind of angle that she can use with the plants to see if there's like mm-hmm. a, like a opening i guess does that make sense i'm not explaining yep, that, that very well sense. but survival seems to to be the one that i want to use so that is a 17 and a nine so the nine I think is... meredith's luck's run out yep um aurora ashwood takes the three like wins the first two you don't get to play the third oh very very good game mate well done Yes. I think it was just a bad matchup for you. Oh, it's alright. It's how the cards fall, right? Yes. Good luck in future matches. Yeah, you too. And, and as she walks off, she's like, to, like looking at her cards like, we did it. Hooray, yes. <laughs> Cute. Uh, Susie, you sit down across the table from Vryn. Mm-hmm. Um... And he is looking very confident in himself. He is playing a deck of cards, which is uh, very focused on um, spells and combos, getting the right pieces in play, and then like things like that come out of nowhere and just floor you. Yeah. Um, so, because Susie found her deck, because some who's picked it up from somewhere, I think she's worked out by now mm-hmm. that um, it's really focused around like it's almost swampy themed but it's really focused around like all of these hazards that's one thing she picked up from when she won the survival one um and so now that she's figured it out i think she's like really chatty about it she doesn't really mind if she wins or not and so she's going to use like persuasion to almost like get him into this mode of like friendliness where she's like and then I see this one because this one's got probably a hazard over there and that might do this one to your one um so she'd like to use persuasion if that's okay yeah roll it happy for you 21 yes Um, Vryn has a couple abilities and one of them is going to make you re-roll this uh where he has an ability called master of games Mm -hmm. um and he can like it's like a legendary resistance, mm-hmm. but specifically for monster battles. Uh, the the reroll was a fifteen. <laughs> well, you still nice. get still counts as two wins for you against his one. So you were going to like totally flat out beat him, uh, but he manages to like, pull a pull a victory out. 
I like the idea that um, because she doesn't really know she's still learning and so she was fully explaining the strategy she was doing and he was like oh no that actually doesn't work and she's like oh okay then I guess it doesn't work and like actually withdrew the strategy that would have worked no I don't think he would I don't think he would like lie to you not not necessarily as a lie but it might have been like quite a risky strategy that could have potentially worked um but it was it was based on luck ultimately and i think probably uh i think you would have you beat him in the first one Mm -hmm. the second one uh he manages to get a victory over you and in doing so he like teaches you like okay how you would counter that would be something like this yeah yeah, and so she does the counter quite well. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because he's not malicious. No. He's like very confident in his mm. ability, um, but he he in the end wants people to have a good time and mm. learn the game and have fun. Yeah, yeah, I really like the idea that she's like, oh, so maybe I could do this, and he's like, yeah, it is a risk. There's another strategy that you could potentially use as well, and then that actually makes her win the third game. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and you notice, uh, Susie, that like you've you've maybe seen Vryn around campus. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always getting into things, yeah. So it makes sense that you would have seen like, suitcases. Po- possibly you've seen the the card game club, like sitting around playing cards. You're like, oh, but what's that? Oh well, mm-hmm. kind of as you're going about getting lost on campus. Um, this this Vryn that you're just played against seems almost like a different person to the one you've seen before like it definitely looks like the facial features are very similar like they're, they're the same mm. but just like how he carries himself just seems like a, almost a different person there's okay, something I think weird should, should file that information away but she's not like they're not friends yet so she probably wouldn't bring it up or she might just she might just say like um you're looking particularly chipper today thank you i'm feeling very confident Oh, this is this is it. really this is my scene well good luck you too Harold the luck of the system has put you back into a match with Finnegan Frostbeard mm-hmm. uh, Harold I think it was yeah yes yes uh, we meet again <laughs> yeah just uh, just I guess how they how they've matched us all up again um, well let's see if you can you know do better this time no offense of course that was sorry no no uh, it's I, I actually enjoyed our, our previous match it was very interesting yes well uh good luck to you and we'll play again we'll see what happens wait didn't uh, he didn't again. harold win no finnegan won two to one mm. right okay how you how are you playing against finnegan this time you played against him previously he used nature to try and mm. work out how to beat his his frost things Yes. Um, I would say that because you're playing against him a second time, you would have advantage. But he also would have I would advantage. say that because he's yes. played against you, yes. he also I'm going to use medicine for this one, I think. Uh, okay. Explain oh, to me. Go from it from a different direction. And so that, like, instead of using uh, wards, he will use um, uh, like, uh, like restoration spells. Right. Okay. So like you can't... You, you, not going to avoid it. You're going to try and mitigate yeah. it. Because obviously yeah. Harold plays these big creatures and if he can just like, you know, if he can sort of remove a buff in a sort of surprising way, then the board state will probably favor him being able to like get an attack through basically. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Give me a roll. 19. Yeah, you do. You managed to pull out two wins to his one. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Good game. Well done. Yes, uh, good luck to you. Hopefully I'll see you in the top cut. Yes, uh, and I hope to see your friend there too. Ah, yes. Give me good luck all day. He picks up his, you know, stuffed Mm. um, uh, snow golem. (laughs) Meredith. Hello. Uh, You come up against Valerie. Uh, She sits down opposite you. Who was Uh, Valerie again? The roguish woman. That's right. Wearing the cloak. Yeah. Very sneaky, tricksy deck. Mm-hmm. Um, that Harold really struggled against, mm. and it's, it's almost like she had the answers every time she needed them. Whatever, whatever Harold was playing, she had the right card to defeat it. Mm-hmm. 
I am going to use investigation to see if I can figure out what's coming up, maybe. All right. And like, give me a roll. Give me an investigation. Get an idea of her patterns and that kind of stuff. Ooh, uh, maths twenty. Well, that's three three victories. Nice. Um, yeah, you absolutely work out like the first game. You've worked out. Okay, I know what's going on here. And you manage to like you 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 hold back cards when you would have normally played them, mm-hmm. so her answers have nothing to answer against. Yeah, right. And so you just manage to like, it's a, it's a slow victory, but you get through three times. Yeah. She can't, she can't counter your cards if you're like holding them back until just the right moments. Yeah. Uh, and she looks particularly flustered during like the. Towards the, like, the end of the second game, she's like, it's just a a starter deck. Mm. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? Starter deck. Just like looking at the cards, like she's absolutely defeated. Mm. You okay? Just, I don't, it was, I think I need to rethink a lot of things. Nah, I think you're you're playing really well. I just had really good luck. Yeah, just don't. Dried cranberry? <laughs> like holds out a bag with a grin. Give me a persuasion roll. Uh, 18. Yeah, she accepts the dried cranberries. Um, And uh, you have managed to make a friend of Valerie. Aww. Yay! Uh, and she will tell you that her name is Valerie Vine Shadow. Valerie Vine Shadow. My friend. Uh, Susie, Mm -hmm. you come up against an Azamar. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like very well put together. She is almost glowing. She introduces herself as Genevieve Golden Dawn. Uh, And she is playing like a very angel holy kind of deck that's all about like keeping her own creatures alive and bringing those back that have died okay um like defeating you by gaining more life than you can deal right so in that case because Susie's deck is kind of about these um these hazards that whittle down your health and it's about like outlasting the other player can i please just use a straight con yes so like this would not just within the cards um the strategy of like we're both trying to just outlast each other but she's also like quite dazzling right and so Mm. Susie is just like no i'm i just don't want to be affected by this um yeah yeah. Uh, actually, I'll make it a make it a con save. Okay. Because that's I think that's probably going to be more appropriate for 15. this. Fifteen. Yeah, you managed to get uh, two wins to her one. So possibly that first game, she's like just so, like her her deck is mm. so bright and her as a person, you're like a little overwhelmed. But then you're like, actually, no, I can I can deal with this. And then the, you win the second game. Yeah. You win the third game. It's like your eyes adjust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it's time for the uh, late afternoon break. Harold, you are on nine out of a possible 18. Mm -hmm. Meredith, you are on 15. Uh, And Susie, you are on 12. Cool. I think the the beginner's luck is really showing through. (laughs) It's strong. Honestly, like, last game, I was rolling so terribly, really consistently. I feel like, you know, this is making up for it. It all evens out. Yeah. So, okay, you go for some afternoon tea. Um, it seems like they've put on a bit of a... Like a, They've got coffee, they've got tea, they've got some crackers and biscuits and things here that they've brought in to cater, um, as well as some little cakes and stuff. Uh, so you don't have to go outside if you don't want to. But Harold, how are you feeling? Um, Harold's probably still in pretty good spirits, I think. 50% is still actually like not a bad uh not a bad rate although i suppose it is well it is it is a game of skill so you know um 50% is better than 
sort of chance, I guess, in a skill game. You know, like you're always gonna, yeah. Um, like he's not, he's he's kind of beaten the top celebrity, I guess, which is pretty fun. So that was that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and you you know you had a, a kind of bit of a rocky start in those first couple mm. games. Um, but you've you know you've won. So it's three out of the six so far. So like you are at fifty percent. Like uh, it's just that. Uh, through that one match where you didn't win any of them. Mm, That's like mm. kind of eating you a little bit. Yeah. Um, Meredith, you are flying. How oh, yeah. Look, I think she's finding this whole thing a bit funny, to be fair. Um, and she's trying not to be, you know, an asshole about it. <laughs> I like the idea um, that because but- most of the people playing have played before, nobody has accounted to like a starter deck because they expect no one to have one. And no one can pick what Meredith is about to play because it's all completely unthought through. Like everyone's trying to strategize against her and she's just like, oh, that card looks shiny. I'm going to play that one. (laughs) Like She's got a bit of strategy, but in comparison to the others. Just like running on pure chaos energy. Yeah, exactly. For sure. It's it's the like everyone has these very finely tuned like yeah. strategies, and you're like, I'm just playing the the cards that came in the starter box, precisely. But like, I also but think that's... she's, <laughs> what are you doing? But I also think she's not an idiot as well. Like she knows that she can only keep this going for so long. Like the bubble's gonna burst, mm-hmm. so she's not taking it too seriously. She's just enjoying it while she can. I think. Yeah, Susie, how are you feeling? I think Susie's having a great time. There are people to talk to and she's like actually succeeding in this random new skill that she's finding is um she's not as stri- she's not as unstrategic as she thinks she is at least um in some of the cases and I think she also got like really really bolstered by the um st- strategic discussion with friend as well I think mm. that really moved it from mm. okay what am I doing here this is kind of fun to hold on this is actually a really cool hobby this has a lot yeah. more depth than I thought yeah mm, it's the like uh easy to learn hard to master yeah yeah like I can pick up I can learn to play this game oh wait I can do what how do these cards work together yeah and now she's seen like other people's themed decks she and she just picked up a random one somewhere she's kind of like oh there's like all this personalized personalization too so she's really enjoying i mean i like how you you're you've you've said i've just picked up this random one as if you haven't stolen it technically Uh, technically she did try and return it (laughs) and there was a miscommunication (laughs) that's true that's true okay um so i'm guessing uh Meredith makes full use of the available snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She's got like one of those um paper plates that's piled high with all the like one of each cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it seems that uh, of the 50 people who started uh, in the morning that some of them have left. The numbers seem to be thinning out. People who have not done well, have just decided to pack it in. Mm-hmm. Harold, you overhear just like some rumors as people were talking that uh, two of the pixies that have been playing have been disqualified for cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, lots of like, I'm not casting aspersions, mm-hmm. but what do we expect? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, there are still two pixies uh, playing who either aren't cheating or haven't been caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It turns out that uh, Delilah, that you've you've heard of now, she is somewhat of a bit of like a topic of gossip. Mm-hmm. She she has that uh, floating orb of darkness that kind of just hovers near her, mm. and some people have said that they've heard whispers coming out of it. Yeah ominous but no one's been able to to like make sense of it like if it's anything and uh apparently um the judges have been called on her twice Mm -hmm. but they've ruled that the orb is not a cheating mechanism and some people are saying 
it probably is a cheating mechanism. The judges just don't like aren't smart enough to work out what it is. <laughs> Can't prove it one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So we go in to the seventh round. Harold, you come up against Magnus Ironclaw, mm. the Dragonborn Paladin. Um, the one who has a, a very like knight theme deck, mm-hmm. plays like a very protection-based um, thing, and he, you know, insists on a, a formal handshake before the match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Best of luck to you. Uh, yes, you as well. Uh, I will use history for this one then, and I think I will try and draw on my knowledge of like famous adventurers and famous heroes to try and sort of guess what sort of abilities they might have um on the okay. like as represented by the game uh, mm-hmm. yeah see how that goes that is a 23 that's an absolute victory yeah, yeah. Uh, yes you you manage to like oh i know that person yeah they're probably weak to this yeah thing. or like well, i know that person they were friends with this other person and they had this thing. So if I play this, yeah. that'll probably... Exactly, yeah. Trying to like just anticipate sort of the abilities I think I'm going to see and just try and sort of adjust my strategy uh, a little bit accordingly. Uh, yeah, absolute victory. Just crush them. Uh, but he, he, you know, uh, insists on a, another handshake after the mm. match, you know. Seems to really like be pushing like the importance of like camaraderie and respect yeah and in the game like wants to really foster that good community and i'll probably ask him uh would i see you at the adventurers guild at all oh no i'm not an adventurer i i have a higher calling i i work with the church i see you know uh, of course it's great to know that people are out there looking over uh, out for us indeed and uh, you're a student at the university? Yes, indeed. I uh, I look out at the stars mostly. Uh, but uh, yes, I like to do some adventuring in the, in the meantime, uh, if I think there's an opportunity to help people. He's not particularly interested in the adventuring yeah. life, uh, yeah. but he's like, he, he does that like polite conversation thing yeah. until it's like, oh, I have to go to my next thing. Got it. Right. He's not rude. He's just... Clearly not interested. Yeah. Yeah. It's like tournaments like these are weird because you get thrown Mm. together with a bunch of people that you'd never interact with normally. You're like, okay, I have to talk to you for an hour while we play this game. Small talk. Don't be a weirdo. Yes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Meredith. Yes. Um, you come up against a, a dwarf. Uh, she uh-huh. introduces herself as Isabella Ironheart. Cool. And uh, she is playing a what I might call a Voltron deck, where right. she kind of focuses on like having a like one or two, like like a few small number of creatures. But then just like plugging as many things into those creatures to make them as big and powerful as possible. Right. Just like lots of equip like lots of equipment and enchantments to make those those, you know, three creatures as big and tough as possible. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna use stealth then. To try and like undercut all of the the big crazy things and she's just gonna come in and like stab them in the back. <laughs> oh yeah. You just you That's find my that plan. You the armor. Ooh, I did not. Twelve. Uh, no, you did not. Unfortunately, right. Isabella's, uh, once those get too big, it's like, okay, how do I, how do I pull this apart? And it's just too much. You can't. Yeah. You managed to get one victory out of the, th- out of the three. Um, but you maybe, you possibly got in there before she was able to get it, um, like yeah. fully going. Uh, but no, yeah. unfortunately just steam rolls over you. Oh, mate, those... Good grief. That was amazing. Well done. Um, thank you very much. Uh, in the future, the best way to, to beat them is to pick apart the thing that makes them invulnerable because the thing that makes them invulnerable is not itself invulnerable. Oh, right. Like, if the helmet is making this one immune from spells, the helmet yeah. isn't immune from the spells, just the thing that's wearing it. Oh, so I need to, to attack the helmet. Yeah. Right. 
Interesting. I told you oh, well, earlier, thank you. I wanted to win. Oh, Sorry. no, we were playing a game. That's totally fine. I understand. Um, Suzy, mm -hmm. uh, you come up against a, a half-elf. Um, he looks a bit scruffy. Looks like he spent most of your time out in the woods. Um, and he introduces himself as uh, Marcus Moonshadow. There's a reason why I, I spent so long before this game chatting. It was finishing up character <laughs> names. <laughs> so hard. Yeah, they are. They are, yeah. So uh, Marcus Moonshadow is uh, playing cards that get stronger under certain conditions. Mm. Yeah. Like, think like werewolf cards. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just a regular guy. And then he plays something and they all suddenly get bigger and more powerful. Okay, so this might sound off, so I'll try and explain my thinking. Mm -hmm. I am proficient in glass blowing and make my own bottles. <laughs> and okay. so Great. knowing... I'm, I like where this is going. <laughs> knowing the process <laughs> of glass blowing, there are critical conditions that completely change the chemical composition of the glass to make it physically stronger. Okay. And so she's trying to apply that kind of knowledge to the things that are making his monsters stronger and basically, like, break those those pressure points down. Okay. Nice. Yes. I will allow it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get blocked in there, and that's the only way I could think of it. Um, so how do I roll this one? Do I have to roll it on a specific skill? And then add my proficiency uh, bonus. If you're proficient, if you're proficient with it, yeah. um, it would be glass blowing, dexterity plus proficiency. Let's go with that. Yeah, call it dexterity plus proficiency. Oof, that was only a ten, so <gasps> no. I, I, it's a, it was a very interesting mm. strategy, and oh. it makes sense why um, it didn't work. Managed to get one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, okay, how do I stop the moon? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use my knowledge and glass blowing. Yeah, and she's like, it, it's like a huge, like a huge flask. But alas, the way wrong. that you break glass is not the way you break the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no, it is not. Um, all right. <laughs> Harold. Uh, you come up against uh, an older gnomish woman. Mm -hmm. um, kind of your, like, cool grandma type. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, she she heard about this from her, her grandson and was like, I'm going to get into this too. Mm. Uh, her name is Beatrix Bramblethorn. Mm. Amazing. And she's... It's like she's brought a multiplayer deck to a tournament yeah yeah um and it's like a what i would describe as like a best friends deck yeah like she gives other people's cards bonuses yeah. which in a multiplayer setting is like i'm not gonna destroy you because i like the things you're giving me yeah but then the twist at some point is she like takes those bonuses away and turns them into negatives yeah. so she's like uh it's an it's an unusual strategy that you've never seen in a this kind of setting, mm. uh, but you've probably played against it maybe once or twice in the multiplayer. Yeah, in, in the king's in the king's sort of king's quarter version of the game or whatever. It's um, yeah. Uh, okay. Can I just say this is exactly the sort of old lady energy I want to have when I'm yeah. <laughs> 70, 80 years old. I just want thousand percent. I just want to be playing whatever Zelda games coming out in like you know 2062. Exactly. Just, we're all sat there on our like. Well, we're probably having some kind yeah. of like VR thing. It's waiting for yeah. me. Um, I've been so addicted to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to use insight for this one then. I think, uh, and I'm, I'm going to look for the. I'm going to look for the backstab. I think I'm going to try and read mm -hmm. it on her face when I think things are about to turn, and use that to sort of be a bit more decisive in my battle plan. Uh, okay. Oh wow. Uh, Twenty six. Oh, that poor old, oh, old lady. Absolutely. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> absolutely. So you 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 see it coming yeah. and you're like, oh, It's like yeah. kicking a puppy. Yeah. So I'm told. Looking very sad for the listeners. But she's home. like, Oh, 
You did very well, very well, dearie. Uh, no, I, I, I really, it's a very refreshing strategy. Uh, I'm sure that there are many people you would catch unawares with it too. Oh, thank you. I mostly play it with my grandson and, and some of his friends, but um, thanks. It was a good game. Well, it sounds like a very cool grandson to include you in his gaming as well. He's the best. I'm looking for butterscotch candies on the table. Oh, yeah. she Absolutely. As she leaves, yes. they're like some candies original. Up behind. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> boiled boiled <Yeah>. sweets. <laughs> Meredith. Yes. You come up against Delilah Darkwater. Yes. The tiefling sorcerer. Uh, her deck specializing in um, shadowy creatures and casting debuffs on your cards. Um, all right. I've heard a little bit about Delilah by now, and I've seen her around, and like we saw the um, the little altercation as well. So I am going to use persuasion to really like make her think that I don't know what I'm doing, which is not going to be hard because I still don't really. But mm-hmm. I also know that if I'm really successful in persuading her that I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like I can persuade her to, yeah. um, or I'll, like I'll catch her unawares, right? Yeah. Is that a, a valid use of persuasion or is that more deception? That's more deception. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But you can like persuade her to lighten up. That's true. And maybe she won't be so dark right and won't be as like like you're you're persuading her to to have fun and get into the game and stop taking it so seriously yeah 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 i think i'm gonna do that and like share some of my dried cranberries and like the leftover cakes that i haven't eaten yet that i'm not trying to necessarily win you're trying to make a friend and if you can make a friend and win amazing yes okay all right here we go 23. <laughs> to be fair, I have plus nine to persuasion. I'm a very persuasive little bard. Um, Delilah. Which is why I wanted to use it so much. Also has uh, the legendary mm-hmm. master. Oh, of no. So yeah. I'm going to make you roll with disadvantage. Uh, okay. Come on, plus nine. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Wow. Yep. That's good I'm sorry. I really feel like I need to, you know, just like tell people that like Ben can see what I'm rolling because I'm rolling on D&D Beyond. Like I'm not making this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like she manages to lighten up. Um, and by the end of the third game, even though she's lost, she's still like she's smiling. Oh, yeah. I've made her laugh at one point at a joke. And then when the match finishes, she, like, stands up. Well played, Meredith. Same to you. Thank you so much. I've learned so much from you. She goes to say something, and then she stops herself, like, puts her hands on her mouth. There's a lot to learn when you're a beginner. There really is. This game is so complicated. Best of luck. And she, wa- and she walks away. And she, like, walks away. <laughs> Meredith is being such an ass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Susie. You come up against uh, an Azamar bard, mm-hmm. um, someone who, like, even as she's just talking to you, like, has this beautiful voice. That's like, it's almost enchanting. Mm. Uh, and her name is Serena Silverwing. Mm. She plays lots of flying creatures, which are hard to, to stop. They bypass defenses. Um, and she also just has this kind of like very bird themed um, like deck in general. Yeah. Um, I would like to use nature to kind of identify some of the more hazardous cards in my deck that would be useful in the air. So like falling rocks, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. 14. Uh, that is one win two losses mm-hmm. well done you almost had me you have very pretty birds oh thank you I like the pretty pictures and me too that's why I'm playing I just like collecting them mostly oh maybe we should share them later on maybe we could talk about the pretty ones 
I'd like that. I'd be too. I'll see you later. Good luck. You too. Now, we there is one more round in the in to go. I'm gonna tally up the points, and mm-hmm. I will tell you that in order to make the top cut, you have to get 18 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meredith is like already in there, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Harold is at 15 points. Mm. Okay. Poss- possible, but you have to win Oof. all three. Yeah. All three. Mm. Meredith, you're at 19 points. You're already in the top cut. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Susie, you're at 15 as well. Wow. Oh, close. So, that means that, Meredith, you're already into the top cut. I'm in. Um, your match is just going to determine which of these NPCs makes it as well. Huh. Because uh, if they, if they, if possibly one of these NPCs does well against you, they might make it. Yeah. Um, whereas Harold and Susie, you both need a 20 or above in this next roll. Yeah. Ooh. You got this. Okay. Harold. Mm. You come up against Professor Richard Dullabore. Mm-hmm. Someone that he like, do I know you? How how went with he does Harold look? <laughs> um as the youngest Wentworth and the probably the most rebellious, mm. you don't necessarily look the most like a Wentworth. Yeah. Um, I thought as much. <laughs> but uh he does work with your brother. He does. It's the sort of thing where like brother you know, siblings sometimes pick up their mannerisms, so you can't tell until you start speaking to someone and then you're like, Oh, you remind me of somebody. Uh, so yes, uh Richard Dullabore is a, a very like meticulous, af- mm. like efficient but not flashy. Yeah. Okay. Kind of mm. a slow and steady. Don't think I can justify perception, even though that would be my best stat. Why not? Perception would be a great stat to have in um to use. It's true. He's quite predictable, wouldn't it? I suppose. I don't think I've used survival yet, though. So just because it's fun, I'm going to use survival. Um, in what way? And my thinking is that, like, survival, it's going to be, like, a bit of, like, chaos. Like, he's he's going he's gonna to try and do, like, a few unpredictable things. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. To try Remember, and, you like... Still also, you I also do have, have the, those... The heart uh, of the... Uh, the heart of the... Heart of the de- deck. Heart of the deck. Yeah. To be... Right. Uh, to, to be different from the other one that people tend to speak of yes yes uh, well, the first one was an eight so i am gonna use that uh okay roll your heart of the deck yes heart of the deck which is d20 plus your proficiency bonus oh that is a natural one <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the cards come out against mm. you and unfortunately yep. uh you just miss out on top cut yeah Meredith Yes uh, You come up against Griffin Goldheart uh, A like Right Human He's he's a guard He's he's in the guard He's in the town guard But he's Uh he's off duty Um, Plays a bunch of like Little Like lots of little creatures That try to Overwhelm the opponent By just getting past Their defences Mm-hmm um, and he right. sits down. He looks tired, like he's just come off a shift, and then got here, and then mm. played card games for eight hours. <laughs> That's a lot. Yep. Um, all right. I am going to use acrobatics then to see if I can manipulate my cards so that she can like dodge all of the little characters who are trying to overwhelm. Okay. Yeah. And jump out of the Roll way. It. Oh, that's a six. Okay, no, there's just too many of them. Um, the numbers are starting to write themselves. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Griffin Goldheart, it's just too many creatures. Oh, well done. Good game. <sighs> Thanks. 
luckily, this deck kind of plays itself once it gets going. I, not a lot of... It's fantastic. It was really tricky. I, I'm sorry. I'm just so tired. I have to... I need to get some coffee. He's going to walk off. Yeah. Susie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come up against Percival Plume, the human bard, mm. who by this time in the day is looking pretty worn down. Uh, some of the sing-song in his, his mannerisms have worn out a little bit, but uh, he plays a very like theatrical deck with lots of charms and things to try and bolster his own, but confuse yours. Um, okay, I would like to use history to see if I recognize any of the stories that he might potentially be playing through. Yes. Yep. So like that's if, he, fine. if he's drawing from legends or something. Yeah, that sounds good. Roll for it. Ooh, it was only a 12. Um, we get three heart of the decks, do we? Yes. Because I've yes. used one. Okay, yes, I'm just going to try anyway. May as well. Watch me get in that one again. Oh, no, only a 14. So only that one. Okay, unfortunately, that means that only Meredith is the one to make it into the top cut. Mm. Mm. Percival perks up having a victory. Mm. As, as he, as he you know, leaves the table, he's got some like bounce to his step, uh, which he didn't have when he got to your table. Oh, good. I think as well, like, um, Susie was trying to identify stories he... You was trying to use and then realized probably in the last game that she was going to lose anyway um, that he was making his own stories up and so that's why she couldn't identify them um, and so she was like that was a very interesting story I think you should write it down oh uh, yes thank you uh, I will I look forward to reading it when you do uh, thank you Susie's just so lovely oh all right well the judges are going to you know Thank everyone for, for playing, and they're just going to take a few minutes to, to tally everything up uh, before they announce the results of the end of the first day. The uh, judges gather everyone who has remained, um, because after that ninth round, uh, a lot of people, like, left. They're like, nah, I'm not, no chance, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people have remained. Uh, in total, there are still about 20 people here, um, which is less than half when they, what they started. But, I mean, because it's the end of the end of the day of a tournament, you, you recognize a few of the people here, most of the ones that you've like played against. Uh, and the judges... Thank you, everybody, for, for playing and sticking around today. Uh, we have some great... Uh, great players here, and I'm, I'm about to announce the top eight who will go on to the elimination rounds tomorrow. Uh, we have Griffin Goldheart, Meredith Meadowlark, what? Yay! Delilah Darkwater, <laughs> Finnegan Frostbeard, Valerie Vine Shadow, Aurora Ashwood. Isabella Ironheart and Vryn Benelin. Meredith, you did it! Well done. I I did. Oh my goodness! You're a naturalist. That's um. That's incredible. Talk about beginner's luck. It's a shame we can't tune up your deck a little before tomorrow. I imagine what you could do with a uh, a little more focus in the, the deck building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you can kind of see on her face that she's um. She's thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at the other two and goes, give me a minute. Um, I'm going to go up and talk to the the organiser. Okay. Um, as Meredith goes and talks to one of the judges, the one who's doing the announcing keeps talking. We also have a prize for the uh, best sports person, uh, as voted on by all of you. Um, and it goes to Susie Methuselah. Oh my goodness, I don't win prizes. As best sports person at the event. Coming up, Susie, we've got some surprises here. She's like walking up, tripping over her scarf, even though it's been shortened 
just like looking very, very shocked. Uh, they've got some booster packs for you um, and some merchandise, like, you know, a hat, a beanie. And as, as thanks for everyone for sticking around, um, you know, coming here to the first tournament. We're giving all of you uh, a booster pack for the upcoming release set. Uh, so these are unreleased cards. Um, where we're starting some themes in our, our sets previously that have just been kind of all over the place, but we're, we're now going to be start doing themes. So this uh, theme is based on the actual plane. So thank you everyone for coming. Um, Fancy. <laughs> yeah. And we hope to see you all uh, tomorrow. Stick around for the tournament. We've got some, some cool things we're going to show you all. Uh, and some great matches, hopefully. Meredith. Yes. Uh, yes, Meredith. Can I, can I help you something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually wondering... First of all, uh, thank you for the, you know, the top eight. That's really crazy. Um, I mean, you did very well. But I was well just wondering who... First time. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's a bit crazy, isn't it? Um, can I just ask, who was ninth on the list? Ninth on the list? Uh, well, that's... Let me just have a look. Uh, Oliver Oakleaf, unfortunately, just didn't quite make the cut. She pauses and thinks, and then grins and says, I I didn't expect to be in the finals at all. Um, I was actually really keen just to to have some time with my friends tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to give my spot to Oliver. I think he deserves it. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to, you can, but are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I've had the best time. It's been great, but I think there are, there are people here who, who actually know what they're doing a little bit. I feel like I've bumbled my way through and that's okay. I've had a blast, but I think Oliver, Oliver, you know, will be able to put on a better performance for everyone tomorrow. Uh, okay. That's very, yes. Um, well, all the top eight uh, get uh, a prize um, just for being in the top eight. Um, we have some extra packs of cards, so we, we, you know, in case you wanted to give some out. So I will give you, they give you like some extra booster packs and some merchandise Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you're sure? You, you're absolutely sure? I'm positive. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming along. Uh, he'll go and whisper into the judge who has the, the, the microphone stone. like the. So as Meredith walks back to Harold and Susie. Uh, we've just had uh, an announcement to make. Um, it seems that... Meredith Meadowlark is withdrawing from the competition, which means that Oliver Oakleaf is moving forward into the top eight. Congratulations, Oliver. See you tomorrow. Um, so you're Meredith, you, you walk back to to Harold and Susie and uh, Harold's looking pretty surprised. Hmm. You didn't fancy it, Meredith? Nah. I honestly, I know how luck works. It's going to run out tomorrow. Oliver deserves it more than I do. That's fair enough, I suppose. That was very noble of you. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he will have a great time. Yeah, gives me more time to hang out with you guys. Yes, I suppose we get to watch some matches, actually. It'd be interesting to see uh, sort of how the the pros, I, I mean, are there professionals? I, I suppose not, but, I, you know, the best I mean, of the I best. Guess these, these eight now are the pros. Yeah. Yeah, they're heading that way. Did did Delilah get through? Sorry, Delilah. Yes, she did. Okay. I would like to see a match between Delilah and Frin. It sounds like it might be quite dramatic. Oh, that would be really interesting. Yes, they're both very, uh, very competitive. It's sort of funny, you know, because at the uh, the the club at uni. Um, uh, Fren and I are sort of the two sort of into it the most, and I, I haven't really had to see this side of him because, honestly, the two of us tend to mop up fairly often. Uh, he was looking particularly, um, I don't know, a little bit different today. 
Right? A little Did bit he seem taller, taller? A little bit... Yes. Everyone seems quite tall to me, but this time I felt like I actually had to to look even even higher. He was sort of looming a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm glad it's not just me. I, I thought I I thought I saw that too. It's very... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just confidence, you know? Vrin, Vrin's not the most sort of outgoing person normally, but here he seems very... I don't know, uh, sort of content. Uh, not, not content. Have you ever seen someone through a clear gelatinous cube? Uh, they look the same, um, but they look a little bit different. That's what he looks like. Not just taller. He looks a little bit different, like there's something in front of him. Right. Uh, I think I get it. Uh, yes. I mean, he certainly, he certainly seems to have a sort of. Confidence in a in a stride, which I have rarely seen before. The three of you decide to have a, an evening here in town, Stillwater. It's at this point that Susie maybe realizes that she hasn't got a place to stay. Oh, yeah. she doesn't. <laughs> um, and what the suitcase isn't available. Maybe Harold's <laughs> generous enough to let Susie stay on the couch or whatever at the accommodation he's bought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's like uh, a one seat couch, but she's stretching out like it's a double bed. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, Susie, um, you, you take, uh, we, we have two bedrooms, uh, you're welcome to one of them. I, I can sleep on the couch, honestly, it, it's not not a huge deal. Uh, oh, that's okay, I can sleep on the couch, I'm very small, it seems like a big bed to me. Susie, you're also very welcome to come and share that, you know, the bed in with me in the second room, because we're both on the smaller oh, side. That's, I haven't that's had true. a sleepover in a long time. It'd be super fun, yeah. right? Yes, I mean, often it. these things end up with us uh, opening a bottle of red, but I uh, I think I've run out of the VC's uh, special, you know, uh, <laughs> brew at this point. Uh, plus, it's a long way to take a bottle that's sort of breakable, but um, I think I saw, uh, actually... Uh, we could probably find something in town. That's true, actually. Harold doesn't know about the time that... Actually, and the audience, I don't think, knows about the time that Susie got crowd surfed at a no. uh, at a, at a music at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. I think. Did I think that part go that. out? I think we got that before Maybe the episode. that part went out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, Susie's adventures in the. Uh, yeah, in the in, in rural. Southland or whatever, whatever continent we're on. Um, yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, the the three of you have a lovely, lovely evening. Um, the next day, the sun is shining. Perfect day to to have a time on the beach. Um, for those of you who decide to go and watch the tournament, it turns out that the wizards on the coast have been really experimenting with illusionary magic. Mm. Uh, and they've created a bit of an arena situation where as players play cards, illusionary versions of the creatures gets uh, mm-hmm. created in front of them. Nice. So it's actually wow. quite a spectacle. Uh, and for those who, who particularly are interested, um, Griffin Goldheart is defeated by Vryn in the first match. Finnegan Frostbeard defeats Valerie Vine Shadow. Isabella Ironheart defeats Aurora Ashwood, and Delilah Darkwood defeats Oliver Oakleaf. Meaning that in the next round, Finnegan Frostbeard defeats Isabella Ironheart. A a very close match with lots of twists and turns when Vryn defeats Delilah Darkwater. Yes! And in the final, Finnegan Frostbeard manages to defeat Vryn. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Close match. So the favorite wins. He does, but uh, out of nowhere, the first tournament that Vryn's participated in comes second. Mm. Yeah. Um, and someone that uh, actually Finnegan was defeated by Harold at some point during the tournament, the preliminaries. So, mm. yeah, you know, like, gotta feel good about that. Uh, it seems that he he's tightened up some of your strategies throughout the, the, the day. Mm. Well, Vryn, uh, I mean, congratulations. 
I mean, you you, you faced off against the best. Yes. Th- thank you. I I couldn't have done it without having you all here cheering me on. Well, I yes. I, I mean, you played very well. It, it, it was very close. I, I, you should be pretty proud. You could make a name for yourself at this thing. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how we go. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, Harold, as those matches were happening, uh-huh. you kind of were able, like you were watching Vryn and you definitely spotted like the moment those games start, uh-huh. something happens to Vryn. Yeah. Something like it, he, he, whether he's hunched over now or he's like, his uh-huh. posture's really bad. He's definitely different when he's standing up straight like speaking with confidence yeah well i think we maybe have a couple new converts for the the card club as well yeah meredith susie would you be interested in joining the card game society yes please i have some ideas for sort of an ooze tribal deck that i think might be right up your alley oh i'd like that a lot I might drop by. It sounds fun. Always looking for, for regular members and casual members as well. Yes, uh, I was going to say, there are a couple of people who take things a little seriously. Uh, so it'd be nice for a couple of people who just sort of enjoy the game to come along. Uh, uh, as the the crowds are kind of like dispersing, you see Harold, Delilah Darkwater, like staring daggers into the back of Vryn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they uh, catch like sight of sees Meredith and like for a moment her expression softens Mm -hmm. before she like turns on the spot and that orb like whips around and follows after her as she leaves the the arena what an interesting character does she go to Ferramastis? you don't know you haven't seen her around okay hmm and with the tournament over, the three of you, plus Vryn and Wesby and any of your new friends, any one that you want to bring along, spend the rest mm. of the afternoon at the... Yeah, Valerie. At the beach. Mm. Yeah, I liked... Yes. Oliver, what's that his name? Oliver Oakleaf. Oh, yeah, and Oliver as well. Yeah, for sure. And the granny. I didn't meet her, but... Yes! <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And you all have a lovely afternoon.